Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Phillips Levin of the 1012 Podcast here. Have you been listening to this show for a while and thought, you know, if that guy can do this, then so can I? Well, you're you're probably right. And it's worth giving a shot. The one question you're going to ask yourself is, how do I get my podcast out for everyone to listen to on iTunes, on Spotify? Well, you're going to need a hosting site. And if I may make a suggestion, go with Anchor. It's easy and it's free, which is great for podcast hobbyists uh, who aren't exactly expecting this to make a lot of income, especially starting out. Anchor is fantastic. Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need in one place. It has the tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And when hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your show on listening platforms like we mentioned Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And again, it is totally free. It's fantastic. It is what we use. And if it's what we use, it's what we're going to suggest to others. So, Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Again, that is the Anchor app or anchor.fm to get started with your podcast. Welcome to the 1012, the podcast that covers all 10 teams in the Big 12 Conference and part of the 1012 Network. I'm your host, Philip Slavin. Thank you for joining us on this Thursday. It's Thursday, and that means we are doing one thing, one thing only. We are making picks. Joining me as he does every single week, our pro picker himself, Daniel Alexander. Daniel? So great to be here. Another winning week here on the pod. I had a winning Saturday, uh, a really big winning Saturday on my picks. Anyone followed along? I was at Circa hammering, hammering openers for next weekend. Uh, just a great weekend all around. Happy to be here. Let's run it back. Another victory lap for me. Very good, very good. Uh, our good friend Chris uh, cannot join us this week. He uh, apparently tore up his hammy, and uh, I believe the correct term is like a really messed up his knee. So he is out with us tonight. Don't worry, I have his picks. We weren't going to let him get off the hook and try and like miss a week to help him out. Uh, so I've got and his picks here. Let's call it what it is. I mean, he went one and seven last week. He's totally embarrassed. Doesn't want to show his face <laughs> on the pod. So I mean, he's show his face on this this auditory yes podcasting a, a no visual <laughs> medium. <laughs> In the figurative sense, right? He doesn't want to show his face around here. Good, you, good we know he's fine. He's fine. Yeah. yeah. No, get better. Uh, get better, Chris. Yes, we uh, hope you're back soon, bud. We uh, we can't do it without you. I mean, we can, but it's not nearly as much fun. Uh, luckily, we are not alone. It is not just Daniel and I. I'm very excited to have a guest picker for this week, which was pre-planned before Chris couldn't be here. Now with Chris out, now I feel like this was, um, I don't know, I can't think of the right word, uh, but very... Uh, well-prepared, accidentally. Uh, Nate Manzo, a.k.a. at CFB Nate on Twitter, joining us to make picks today. Nate, welcome to the 1012, man. Philip, thanks for having me. I know we've been trying to make this happen for a while, so I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, I, we have had a lot of hits and misses here trying to get you on. I'm, I'm glad to finally have you here with us. Um, and hey, coming on for picks feels like a great time to do so. So welcome, welcome. Very excited to have you here today. Thank you. Uh, so real quick, let's recap what happened last weekend. Um, Daniel was our winner for the week. He went five and two. 
Uh, hit on Oklahoma State plus five and a half. Hit on Baylor minus six. Uh, hit on Oklahoma minus 13 and a half. Hit on Purdue plus 12. And hit on his dog, Air Force. Missed on the over 66 and a half in Kansas, Texas Tech. And missed on Kansas State plus six and a half. That was a five and two week to bring your grand total to 25 and 28. Getting closer to 500. Daniel, congrats on the on the big weekend last weekend. Man, dug myself that early season hole and we're fighting back. Uh, two games that kind of went just as we broke them down. That Baylor game, uh, you know, once they sort of had that lead against BYU, BYU couldn't do much to contain uh, the second half running of Baylor. And then I guess we all hit on um, Oklahoma, right? We all mm-hmm. hit on that. We yeah. all had yeah. OU 13, That's minus right. 13 and a half. Yeah, just no. You know, the narrative is always, oh, you know, hangover after the Red River and just another year where it wasn't there. Nope. I mean, no, Gary we, Patterson we, made it. You guys it. brought it up. You guys brought it up. Like, usually whoever they play after Red River, they hammer yeah. hard. So it, it held true again, and here we are, 5-2. and two. I'll take it. Help yeah. having Caleb yeah. Williams also. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. It helps having a guy who people are already saying, oh, he should win the Heisman. That helps. Oh, so. God. Okay. Can we can we play more than a game and a half, please, before we start doing the Heisman talk? Um, I came in in second place with four and three. Another winning week for me. Hit on Oklahoma minus 13 and a half. Hit on the over 50 in Kansas State, Iowa State. Hit on the over 51 in Arizona State, Utah. And my dog, UCLA, got me the win. Uh, missed on Texas, Oklahoma State, over 59 and a half. Missed on under 51 in Baylor and BYU. And missed on over 66 and a half in Kansas, Texas Tech. We all missed that one. Texas Tech did some scoring. Kansas didn't do much of anything till the end. They didn't get close. It was a really big miss there. Very disappointing. But as I said, four and three, I am now 32 and 21 on the season. So just continuing to push uh, my lead here. I'm now the only one above 500 because of course, Chris went one and six last week. He hit on OU minus 13 and a half like the rest of us did. Missed on Texas minus four and a half. Missed on BYU plus six and a half. Missed on the over 66 and a half Kansas, Texas Tech. Missed on Kansas State plus six and a half. Missed on UCF plus 21 and a half. And missed on his upset pick of Wyoming. He is now below 500 at 26 and 27, which is the real reason, as Daniel mentioned, he is not here with us today. We <laughs> kid. Uh, seriously, got to get him back as soon as we can. Uh, again, I have his picks for today. Uh, I've got some notes from him as well that I'll be able to read off, which will be really good. So we will get to all of that in in just a second. But before we do that, I don't know about you guys, but I am a weirdly like not superstitious person. I'm I'm smart enough not to believe like things that I do or habits I do are actually going to impact the outcome of the game. That said, if I start off a game by not watching and they're winning, or if I turn off the game for a while and they start to win. I typically won't turn it back on. I'll just follow on my phone for a little while. I am a little bit superstitious. The other thing I always make sure that I do is, at this point, every single Saturday this season, for Oklahoma State, I have been rocking my Homefield Apparel OSU shirt. And the Cowboys are 6-0. and So you can imagine on this coming Saturday, I'll be wearing my Ride'em Cowgirls Oklahoma State shirt on Saturday. I love this shirt. It's one of the best ones they put out for the OSU line at Homefield Apparel. It's freaking comfortable. It's not. It's the Ride with Pride shirt. It's got Pistol Patty, which is super cool. I love the logo. It's incredibly comfortable because Homefield makes the most comfortable vintage college sports apparel you will find anywhere. So if you're a fan of Oklahoma State like me and you're like, man, they're 6-0. I don't want you to break your habits now, but if you need some new incredibly comfortable gear with college basketball season coming up, which uh, our good friends Andy Mitz and Christine Butterfield covered this week as they were at Media Days, then you need to go to homefieldapparel.com and shop the more than 100 schools they have on the site right now, including Oklahoma State, Texas, Texas Tech, uh, Baylor, Iowa State, and West Virginia. TCU is on the way. And like I said, more than 100 schools. So they've got Tulane and Butler and BYU and Houston and Southern Miss and Georgia and North Carolina A&T and the Delaware Blues Hens, which are freaking awesome. When you get to homefieldapparel.com, make sure you use promo code NETWORK12. N-E-T-W-O-R-K-1-2 and get 15% off your first order. All orders of $70 or more get free shipping. Guys, we, it may be October and I know it's a little bit early to start talking about the holidays, but it's not. You want to get your order in in time? You want to beat the rush? You make sure it's there, ready to go? You should go to Homeville Apparel and I promise you're going to find something that everyone on your shopping list is going to love. Whether it's a t-shirt, a sweater, a hoodie, doggers, and I'm, 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 I cannot 
cannot stress this enough. This stuff is amazing. It's comfortable. For those of you who have bought from it, you know. So go to homefieldapparel.com, use the promo code NETWORK12, 15% off your first order, and either you can be rocking the most comfortable vintage college sports apparel ever this college football and basketball season, or the person on your shopping list can this Christmas. This is Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I also hate Pitt, joined by my brother, Jeremy J.N. Fiend Phoenix. We are the Raspy Voice Kids. We do the Raspy Voice Kids podcast. If you love West Virginia University, you will love our podcast. If you don't care about West Virginia University, you will love our pop culture segment. It begins every single episode. You can join in the fun anytime, anyplace. Get at your boys. All right. Uh, as we do this every week, we go in chronological order with our Big 12 games. Uh, and Daniel, since you are the winner from last week, you will be going first today. Uh, we kick things off with Kansas and Oklahoma. Oh, the Jayhawks headed to Norman for a game I'm sure is going to be a lot of fun at 11 a.m. Uh, Oklahoma currently about a 39-point favorite over under around 67 and a half. Daniel? Where would you like to go here, sir? Uh, this is a game I did not want to pick. Um, can we just take 10 seconds to discuss Kansas not being able to mm-hmm. score against Texas Tech? I mean, you can't score against Texas Tech. That's so, like, that is such an offense. That's so gross. Like Kansas couldn't muster any offense against the Red Raiders. So crazy. Okay, that's all. Just had to have that gripe. We missed that over. What a gripe. Um, <laughs> Look, because I'm not even going to touch Kansas. It's one of those like hazmat, hold your nose. Like to me, this is Oklahoma or nothing. Who who the hell wants to lay 40 points on the road? Do I think Oklahoma can do it? I absolutely think they can. Um, With all of that said, I'm leaning towards an under here. There is going to be some. Uh, there is going to be a little bit of a win factor. It's going to hit some double digits, 10, 11 mile an hour wins. And what I foresee happening here is Oklahoma jumps out to some sort of, you know, 38 to three first half, something like that, where the second half really gets shut down. The second half we really get a grinded out type situation. You know, the second half line is going to be set at 23 and a half or 24, and we're just going to have these teams run it out. So I'm going to go with the overall, the under here. I do see uh, 67, uh, 66 and a half is going to be the, that'll be the line. I know five dimes has got 67. So hand me that 67. I think Oklahoma is going to do all the work. I can get you a 67 and a half. You're going to tell me the pepper mill? No, sir. We, I know the rules. I got Circa and Caesar sitting right here with a 67 and a half for what I'm looking at. Oh, then I'll take it. Circa's okay. hanging a 67 and a half. It's as real as it gets. That, that. They've never been a problem with them before, so I don't know why you'd start now. Okay. Uh, let's see. Nate, since you're uh, since you're new here, why don't you go next? What would you like, sir? Yeah, I'm going to echo what Daniel was saying as far as I would stay away from this game completely if it were my money, right? Like mm-hmm. the 38-ish points for OU, that's, that's, that's just too much. Even though they won this game, what, 62 to 9 last year? Um I think I'm leaning towards the over here and I'll tell you why it's a game. Like obviously, Oh, you should be up big going into halftime. That means the second string guys are going to come in in the second half. And that means we should see Spencer Rattler again in a backup role for the first time. And I'm really curious to see if he just comes in with the chip of all chips on his shoulder, slinging dimes all over the place. Some go something like, 12 for 12 with two touchdowns and really drive those the, that point total up. So it's a little scary, but I'm going to take the over here and I'm seeing what 67 and a half. Uh, we shop for the yeah. best lines. So oh, I can, yeah, I'm seeing 66 and a half. Hold on. From this, got, this was a little weird on me, Fierce. So hold on a second. Okay. This thing just like updated. I don't know what's going on here. Uh, the 67 and a half came from. Vegas Insider, South Point, Stations, and Atlantis, and WinBet. So you're still good with your 67 and a half. Yeah, Pepper Mill has it as a matter. Uh, I do see a 66. So this is where the thing was get throwing me off. There's a 66 at Circa. 66. So 
I would take 66 and a half. I see 66 and a half at FanDuel and DraftKings. I mean, like, Daniel, I lied about where I got the last lines, but I see a bunch of 67 and a half, so they must be good. Um, I do see a 66 at Circa this time. 66 Actually, works. at Circa, the thing is. So, I, Daniel? Give it to him. See, give it to him. Okay, that's what I'm going to do. Give I'm going to give him guy. over 66. I look forward to uh, 67 points being scored so you both win. Um, you guys know my policy. I know it didn't hit last week. I understand that. That was the, the fault of, I don't even know. The fact that Texas Tech couldn't cover that on their own is ridiculous. Look, I do think the backups are going to come in. I think Kansas can put up 14. Oklahoma should have 40 by the half. Uh, I will take the over 66. That's the general policy that we have. He- I have here. It's what works the most for me. It is still four and two on the season so far. So I'm going to ride with what works. Uh, and if I remember correctly, uh, the over in Kansas is 23 and 15 and one since 2018. Uh, meanwhile, wow. They're also 13, 25, and one against. Yep, I'm riding with. I'm riding with the over as I always do. Uh, Chris, Chris is not taking the over. He he uh, he's back off. He's back off the over army. Uh, he is taking Oklahoma minus 38 and a half. Uh, his note is last week I made the mistake of giving Kansas too much credit and picking the over. Not this week uh OU just looks different under Caleb Williams he deserves serious Heisman consideration this is from Chris not me okay uh, if he leads <laughs> OU to the college football playoff who's been more important to their team than Williams has to the Sooners Kennedy Brooks is going to go off the Jayhawks allowed 224 yards rushing last week and rank 128th in rushing defense that's third to last still better than Missouri uh Bean needed to be a turnover prone and they threw he threw for just 80 yards last week and it gets an average defense uh, quarterback controversy, Miles Kendrick scored twice in the final minutes of last week's game. It's always a little suspect way of judging things, but whatever. It was garbage time, but should Bean struggle, do we see a switch? So he is riding OU minus 38 and a half. Um, so that, that's what we're going to give him. So props to Chris there. He's I, I gotta get, never he take sent, it over again. He sent you some real notes. That's not no, just he like literally a type, yeah, oh, yeah, He types some stuff up. Uh, maybe he is hurt. <laughs> I feel like this is just... His normal prep. He just can't be here to read this off himself like he normally is. That's got to be what it is. Surely. Surely. Uh, okay, moving on down the line. Kansas State and Texas Tech in what I consider is, outside of Iowa State, Oklahoma State, this is the biggest game of the weekend for the Big 12. These are, as we discussed on the pod Monday, Kansas State starting 3-0, 0-3 in conference play. They have faced, obviously, uh, Baylor. Kansas or Baylor, Oklahoma, and Oklahoma State. It's understandable that no, no, Iowa. Sorry, they faced Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and Iowa State, which are arguably the three best, if not three of the best teams in the Big Twelve. Can they turn things around as the schedule lightens for them? They get a Texas Tech team that has been thumped by the really good teams and has beaten the teams that look like they're at the bottom of the Big Twelve and a, and a, and a non conference that was okay. Uh, for Texas Tech, the schedule gets much more difficult down the stretch. Much more difficult. They've got Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Iowa State, and Baylor left after Kansas State. They've got five wins. If they want to get to a bowl, to feel good about getting to a bowl game, it would behoove them to get this win. So uh, this line is a man. It's a pick 'em. Uh, I know Kansas State opened as a one-point favorite. It's been to Texas Tech minus one. I think I could find a couple of minus ones for Texas Tech. Over-under is around 60. Nate, where you want to go, sir? Yeah, this is really interesting game. I think looking at a lot of different like advanced metric systems, they've got these teams so tight. SP Plus has Texas Tech 49th overall, Kansas State 47th. Uh, ESPN's FPI has Texas Tech 54th overall, Kansas State 53rd. So, I mean, right neck and neck, right? I mean, and that's that leads to this really tight line as well. I think, to me, I think having Spencer, uh, Skylar Thompson back for Kansas State, I just trust Skylar Thompson, I think. I trust Chris Kleiman a little bit more than I trust the Texas Tech boys here. So I'm going to take Kansas State plus one. Okay. All right. Daniel, I, w- I want to ask you a question. In a situation like this, we do have some Texas Tech minus ones we have available. Uh, WinBet has it. Um, I'm going between two tabs here. I see 
DraftKings has a minus one. Points bet has a minus one. In situations like this, where it's pretty much a pick 'em across the board, what what do you do in that situation? Let's say everybody just had pick 'em. Are you just picking the winner in that case? There's no line to bet on. Uh, yeah, essentially. So yeah, for for people listening in, uh, when you hear a pick 'em or something like that, you're literally just picking the winner. There is no line. You know, uh, last game we talked about Oklahoma minus 38. Well, they got to go win by you know, 39 points if you're going to win your bet. When you see something like this, a bunch of zeros across the board, uh, sports betting terms, it's called a pick them. Basically, who's going to win the game on Saturday? And then just for the sake of this, of our pod today, probably just easier to keep it out of pick them. I mean, a game, in theory, can't end in a tie. So um, let's just leave it as a pick them. Okay. All right. Um, well, I tell you what, I, I will make my pick here. I've seen a lot, bunch of different projections. Uh, Parker, a Stats of Wars, got Texas Tech favored by his metrics. Um, 57% win rate with a basically a three-point victory. Um, BCF Toys, who we like to pull from, they've got Kansas State with a 58% chance to win with a roughly a, a four-point difference. Uh I mean, it, it, there, I think the reason this is a pick em game is because everyone's kind of got a bunch of different stuff that says this game really could go either way. No one, there, no one feels particularly good about either side. I don't think Kansas State is quite as bad as the 0-3 run they've been on. They've gotten healthier. They, they've got Skylar Thompson back. No, they weren't great against Iowa State last week, but I also think Iowa State coming off of the idle week, that was a really bad spot for Kansas State to have to deal with of going to face Iowa State, that were staying home even to finish at Iowa State, that was, that was coming off an idle week and is better than their 4-2 and two record, or at the time 3-2 and two record made them look. But I think this is a, I think this is a must-win game for Texas Tech. I really do. That, uh, that four-game stretch to end the season. Could they pull off an upset to get that sixth win? They could. But this feels like a must-win game at home. I think Texas Tech is better than the bad teams but not as good as the good teams, right? Because we saw how bad they looked against TCU. We saw how bad they looked against Texas. I I think this is a pretty even game, like it says, but I am, I'm going to ride with the home team and take Texas Tech to get this one. I will take Tech minus one. Um, I, I, that's kind of what I felt was the right side before the line came. When it said Kansas State minus one, I was like, cool, I think Texas Tech wins this. This is be great. I'm going to take Texas Tech. I think they get this one. Uh, Daniel, what do you think? K-State's kind of owned this. Last, they're 5-0 and in the last five games, straight up against Texas Tech. Ooh. Right? Yeah, that surprised me too. That little, that little piece of info. This is tough because there's two, there's two sides of this that I like. Everyone thinks of K-State as this under team, but their last four games have all gone over. It's funny, right? Like they're they're giving up points, and they're and they've been able to score points as well when needed. It's gonna be really windy. It's gonna be fifteen mile an hour winds, I think. But this total actually ticked up a little bit from the open open around fifty eight and a half. What are we at now? 60, 60 and a half. Uh, sixty and a half. I can get you sixty at wind bet if that's what you want. Well, I don't know which way I'm leaning here. Okay. Well, it, just giving you know what is available right now. I can get you as low as 60. Because like uh, like we've talked about, K-State's three losses are good teams. Texas, because I, okay, here's what it is. I'm going to outsmart myself here. Because <laughs> because it seems so obvious that K-State is going to win this, I'm going to stay away. Okay. Like on paper, K-State should win this game. They have the way better losses. This game's going to go over. K-State's going to be able to to do whatever they want. I mean, last week, Texas Tech's D looked like Bama's D against uh, Kansas, but that was an anomaly. Kansas State is going to be able to score. Kansas State's D is not as good as it's been uh, in some past seasons. The over is on a roll in K-State games, and it's going to continue. This line has ticked up. Some smart people are hitting this thing. I'm going to ride with them. This game's going to go over that 60-and-a-half number. I, I like that. We 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 didn't talk enough about the loss 
of uh, of Kansas State's defensive coordinator in the offseason. I think that's been a big issue for them so far this year. Their defense is not what it used to be at all. Uh, Chris, uh, his notes, what happened to Kansas State's rush offense? They have to get it going this week against a defense that has allowed over 300 yards on the ground twice this season and ranks 85th at stopping the run. Uh, for Texas Tech, they can't let Kansas State's tempo dictate the game. They need to pick up first downs against a team that isn't performing well on third down. Uh, Columbia was average last week. He'll have to do better this week against a defense that's giving up yards against the past. Uh, he has Texas Tech minus one, essentially a heads-up game. I'm going to go with the home team. All right, so there we go. So Chris and I are in this one together. Uh, Nate is on K-State plus one, and you are on the over 60. I'm saying that out loud as I move some things around in my notes so that I get everything correct. Uh, okay. Man, K-State. Like, I know I'm picking Texas Tech, but you know what I could really use right now is a Kansas State win. Because my share of Kansas State has not paid off for four weeks in a row. We had a bye week, and then we had three weeks of losses. I mean, I've got I've got Kansas's value keeps dropping, dropping, dropping. Like I bought it on the cheap, and it's already worth less. It's very sad. It's very sad. And I'm really oh, every time I don't buy my Baylor pick, my Baylor share, I'm I'm mad at myself because it keeps paying out. I'm buying it. I'm That's buying a blue, by Monday. Baylor's a blue chip stock now, man. They just yes, yes. $33 a share? I'm Okay, I'm doing it. I'm sinking 30 bucks in. I've got some money left. Over. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to buy a Baylor share because I would like a share that wins me some money this year. This, of course, as I am talking about, is Symbol. Symbol is the stock market for sports that allows you to trade sports teams like stocks and earn cash payouts when your teams win. Symbol has blended sports in the stock market to offer you a new way to invest in and profit off your favorite teams. You don't understand stocks, but you like the idea of playing in the stock market, but you do know sports teams, this is the thing for you. Use your sports knowledge to buy low, sell high, and earn cash payouts when your teams win. Okay, here's the deal. Symbol is offering a very special giveaway to the 1012 Network and to the 1012 Podcast. You're going to hold a drawing to give away two tickets to a Big 12 game of your choice. All you got to do is sign up for Symbol, make a $25 deposit using the promo code NETWORK. 12, N-E-T-W-O-R-K, you'll be entered in to win two tickets to a game of your choosing. We're going to be doing the drawing soon so you guys have a chance to actually go to a game. So I think we're going to be wrapping this up, if not this week, the next. So if you have been on the fence, we're going to still keep the symbol will still be a sponsor. We're going to have a new promotion soon. But if you want to get in on a chance for two tickets to a game of your choosing, now is the time to do it. So go to symbol.com, S-I-M-B-U-L-L, create a free account, poke around when you're ready. Make your $25 deposit, use the promo code NETWORK12, and be entered in for a chance to win two tickets to a Big 12 game of your choosing. Hey, don't forget, we do have our pick three. We've got our weekly winners. The koozies and the stickers are in. I've got them right here at my desk. I'm going to start emailing the past weekly winners um, and, and getting your email addresses or, or addresses so I can start mailing you this stuff. I'm very excited about it. Very excited. So if you'd be interested to play in our pick three, which is still going on, just hit us up on Twitter. Our DMs are open at 1012network, T-E-N, the number 12, the word network, on Instagram at 1012pod, T-E-N, number 12, P-O-D. Uh, and of course, 1012podcast at gmail.com is our email. You can uh, hit us up there and we will uh, we'll get you the link so that you can start playing in our pick three. Um, yeah. Very exciting. I love simple. I'm buying this Baylor. I, every week I don't buy Baylor and they win. I'm just like, I just missed out on money. <laughs> I, what am I? Literally, it's, I'm, and I, I think it's because I'm like, as soon as I do, they're going to start losing. And I don't want to do that to Baylor fans. Like, they would be mad at me. They would blame me some way. Somehow this would be my fault. Yeah. Welcome to Between Two Bears, the newest... 1012 Network podcast. Uh, this is Matt is Bear. I'm going to introduce my co-host Evan Abear uh, to give you a quick idea of what the show is about. Yeah, Between Two Bears is going to be a it's going to be a great sorry Between Two Bears is going to be a great look at the silly and sometimes stupid Between Two Bears is going to be a great look at the silly and sometimes stupid side of Baylor sports. Hey, I'm going to try one more time. Between Two Bears. Okay. Uh, Evan, Evan's going to go take a nap, um, but we are excited to join the 1012 Network along with the rest of their already great lineup of Big 12 podcasts. Check them out at 1012 Network on Twitter and us as well at Matt is Bear and at Evan Haybear. Uh, Sick'em Bears.
Um, okay, moving on down the list, we are coming to the biggest game in the Big 12 this weekend. And arguably, despite wherever Fox picks their big game or ESPN does, the biggest game of the weekend, Oklahoma State and Iowa State. This game at Ames, I believe this is homecoming for Iowa State. Our buddy Levi was like, hey man, do, do you want to come up? I got an extra ticket. I was like, I, I don't want my first game at Ames to be uh, when my Cowboys are playing in a game I think they're going to lose. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Because that doesn't really seem like a fun time for me. I'd like to just go and enjoy Jack Trice for the first time. Um, right now, Iowa State about a seven-point favorite over under around 47. Um, all right, we'll tell you what. It's uh, I think it's time for, for Chris to go first here. Uh, let's see what he's got. His notes. Oklahoma State, I still don't know what to make of this team. Last week was a masterclass in game management. But is that because OSU is that good or because Sark can't manage his way out of a paper bag in the fourth quarter? <laughs> uh, transfer running back Warren has come on strong, but just how good is he? We will see this week. He's going to have to carry this team as Sanders cannot be trusted to do it. Sanders needs to play without within the offense. Iowa State is as good as the Cowboys' defense is. Iowa State's defense ranks third in the country. They're 13th in scoring defense. They also found some offense last week. Is Brock back? He completed 22 of his 25 pass attempts for 208 yards and a touchdown. Brees Hall also made his case to be considered the best back in the conference with nearly 200 yards and two touchdowns on 30 carries. Uh, Chris is taking Oklahoma State plus seven. I'm not convinced the Cowboys leave Ames with a win, but I like this to be closer than seven. I just want to watch Warren and Hall go at it. All right, so he's taking the Cowboys plus seven. Um, it's not a bad pick. It's not a bad pick. Um, Daniel, what do you want here? Talk about a crazy line. Seven points Oklahoma State's getting on the road. Everyone in the world sees that seven, and they want to take it. Low total, conference road dog. My raw numbers are Iowa State minus two. It's like every single thing about this screams take Oklahoma State. And right now, 70% of the tickets are coming out of Oklahoma State. Just feels like the kind of game where everyone in the world takes Oklahoma State. There's no way that they're going to lose by more than seven. And for some reason, Iowa State wins this game by like 17 points. I say it every every year on this pod. At some point in the season, Gundy's going to Gundy. It's just at some point, it's like for no reason, Oklahoma State's going to score six points on Saturday, and they're going to lose thirty-one to six. Not literally, but just something dumb is going to happen where it's like, what? How did how did that happen? I'm taking Iowa State, and I'm laying the seven, and I can't believe it. Like that's that's the stupidest line in the world to me. It's (laughs) such a crazy line. I have to take it. Makes no sense at all. Iowa State's win this game by double digits. Give it to me. Okay. Okay. Uh, Nate, what are you feeling here? I thought kind of the same thing as Daniel as far as like, I was very surprised to see that line holding steady at negative seven for Iowa State. And I'm like, these are two really tough defenses. OSU's 10th in SP plus on defense. Iowa State's 15th on uh, in SP plus on defense. Two, two really good defenses. They should be able to keep this game close. Uh, looking at, I know everybody knows Spencer and Brock, their ups and downs. Looking at their quarter, uh, their ESPN QBR ratings, Brock Purdy's 50th, Spencer Sanders 60th. I think it's going to be tight. I think I have to take Oklahoma State plus seven. Okay. Okay. Oklahoma State's defense is legit. Um, depending upon what metric or ranking you want to go off, these are two. These are the two best defenses in the Big Twelve by far. If you want to go by uh, EPA per play overall defensively, Oklahoma State is ranked twentieth nationally. Iowa State is ranked twenty sixth. Okay. Uh, if we want to go by, uh, I forgot all my stuff. Oh, uh, stop rate, which Max Olson just updated the stop rate nationally. Uh, Iowa State is sixteenth nationally. Oklahoma State is twenty third. Like I, I can keep going down lists, and, and these are the two best defenses. And and Oklahoma State proved with its defense last week that it can slow down a solid offense. Now, Iowa State's got a good offense, and it, and it looked better last week. You know what they they proved it. They, I, Texas put up twenty four points. That's the most anybody's been able to put up on this on this defense. And I said in last week's picks episode, if if Oklahoma State gave up thirty one points, that was going to be a good performance. So twenty four was a great one. 
But here's my problem. It's not whether or not Oklahoma State's defense can do the job. It's can Oklahoma State's offense. This is by far the best defense Oklahoma State will have faced. Baylor's is a good defense. It's a solid defense. They managed 24 points against them. And, and 24, actually, like the offense scored all 24 points. Not like last week against Texas where they had 32 points, but seven of those came on a pick six and seven at the end of the game came when Texas let them score so the Texas could get the ball back with a hope to, to go down and tie the game. This is the best defense they will have played. And I'm not sure I trust the offense. And, and, and let, me, let me say this. It's not that Oklahoma State's offense is bad. It's just really conservative. And it doesn't have the pieces to be conservative in the way they want to. They have to bring extra help to the offensive line. They're focusing on the offensive line being successful in the run game, and it's doing a good job, but it's 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 impacting how it does in the pass game. It wasn't great last week, and it hasn't been great for a few weeks. And even when Spencer Sanders is on target, and he's really inefficient, you saw wide receivers drops each week. So the problem with the offense right now is they don't have the pieces to run this, this rush-heavy, conservative offense they want to. It's not built that way. And so I am... Spencer had his multi-turnover game against Baylor, and they won. Like, Brock Purdy in this game tends to turn the ball over a lot. I think Oklahoma State understands what Iowa State wants to do incredibly well. I think Jim Knowles has to, knows how to go to pick against it. I think these are two good defenses. On, what I really want from this game is the under. Like, I can't – I honestly think both teams end in the low 20s. Like I do. Maybe Iowa State goes off for 30. Maybe they're the team that finally breaks through against Oklahoma State's defense, but I still think this is this is two teams. Like I think Iowa State scores in the in the low 20s, in the 20s, around 24 points. I don't know if Oklahoma State can get there. And with that, at a total of 47, 47 and a half, like, yeah, I'm 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 gonna take the under in this one. Part of it is I I think Iowa State wins this. And 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 Daniel, I'm I don't think you're wrong on the idea of when Iowa State, when Oklahoma State finally loses a game, I don't think it's going to be a close one. I think they're just going to have a game where the offense gives the defense nothing and the defense gets exhausted because it, it, it has to spend the whole game on the field. Maybe that's this game. But I'm going to take the under. I think 47 is pretty much the consensus. That feels fine to me. Um, and the under has been performing pretty well for Oklahoma State this season. So I'm, I'm taking the under 47. I'm, I'm a little bit too much of a coward to take the line in this game, to be honest. All right, our last Big 12 game on the schedule, TCU and West Virginia. Uh, I was having such a hard time of like, okay, let me get this place. Now I got to like make sure I have Chris's notes pulled up. One more thing for me to manage. Like on the one hand, I can't be mad at him because he, you know, hurt himself. On the other hand, thanks, man. Uh, <laughs> I kid. Uh, let's see. TCU about a four and a half point favorite right now. Over under looks to be around 57. Uh Nate, why don't you take this one first? Yeah, so looking at this one, looking at SP+, looking at ESPN and FPI, looking at uh, Football Outsiders, Brian Fremo's uh, FEI ratings, they've all got TCU at least 20, 15, 20, 25 spots better than West Virginia at this point. The line at TCU minus... This four and a half is really inviting. There's not a whole lot that I'm seeing as far as West Virginia. I mean, TCU's defense has not been very TCU-like, right? 77th in SP plus on defense for TCU. But I just don't know that West Virginia could really do much to take advantage of it, right? Like if you can stop Eddie Brown, you could probably, and unless Garrett Green can go off and do something crazy, right? And is the little running quarterback guy for West Virginia, but you look at the playmakers for TCU, you, with Duggan, Quinton Johnson, Zach Evans, if he's healthy, I don't know if he'll be back, but even if he's not, Kendra Miller, Tay Barber. I just don't know how West Virginia can keep up with TCU. So I'm going to take TCU minus four and a half. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You know, man, I think I agree with you here. Like everything I've seen shows TCU by at least seven, if not more. And at this point in the season, like TCU's defense is not good. They're terrible against the run. So I do think Letty Brown's probably going to have a good day. He's been okay this year. Not as good as I would expect from him. But 
we came into the season wondering if how big of a step back the defense would take. It actually has taken a step back compared to last year. Not as bad as one as I thought, but it has taken one. And the offense has not gotten better. Meanwhile, TCU's just turning into an old Big 12 team. Bad def- legitimately bad defense and, and decent offense. Um, you saw how well T- I mean, TCU put up points on Oklahoma last week without Zach Evans. I At home... And and I'll note this. I will say this. West Virginia's won the last three in a row and four of the last five. So West Virginia has has kind of owned this series as of late. I mean, Neil Brown is two and zero in this series. Uh, they won twenty four to six last. Year. I just, man, I I think TCU's the better team. Like I just do. Um, and at four and a half, that feels way too low. Um, I I think West Virginia is going to finish ninth in this conference. Like Texas Tech beat them. I, I, TCU's not great this year, but they have enough offense. They're going to outscore West Virginia. I will at home, TCU minus four and a half in a night game. Give it to me. Uh, Daniel. I was actually pretty zeroed in. I'll be betting this some real dollars come Saturday as well. Mm. Uh, this under sitting at 56 and a half, and I'm going to be coming along for it. Uh, Let's see here. Double-digit wins. Not sure what they are. Let me pull them up here. Oh, yeah, 13, 14 miles an hour. Crosswinds, too. Kickers and quarterbacks hate it. Uh, this under got hit at Caesars, Colorado. It got hit again at points bet at 57.5. Dropped the whole market of full points. I just – this feels like a situation where, yeah, TCU has an offense, but overall this team is struggling – you know, this isn't some team that's buzz-thawing people, that's blowing people away. So even if they're able to keep West Virginia in check, which I think more or less they will, this totally feels like a, a you know, 27-21 type situation, 28-17, something like that. Uh, and if it is a close game, both teams in the low 20s. Obviously, I don't see West Virginia getting up in the 30s, and I don't see TCU buzz-sawing them to putting up points into the mid thirties either. So this feels like an under all the way. I don't want to say no sweat because nothing ever is no sweat, but all signs point under 56 and a half. Uh, how do you feel about Atlantis? <laughs> Unless you're there uh, partying, okay. you can't bet it. <laughs> okay. Atlantis is a great, resort, great, great resort though. How do you feel about Superbook? Oh yeah. Superbooks. Yeah. You can, you can play that. Right. Well, I just got you 57 then. Look at you. Shop around, people. Shop around. Um, okay, Chris in this one. Let's see what our poor injured comrade has to say. Uh, on West Virginia, I really don't know what to make of West Virginia. I don't want to believe they are as bad as my gut is telling me, but I don't know. They're coming off three straight losses, and they keep they kept things close against a Rattler-led OU in Texas Tech, but then gave up against Baylor. Hopefully they found some answers in the bye week. We use Idle Week here in the 1012 network, not buy. You're not advancing to anything automatically. Uh, TCU hasn't done much winning either. Where is Patterson's signature defense at? Uh, it's probably hidden somewhere in, in his guitar case. Uh, they were bright spots last week. Offense is doing surprisingly well, despite Duggan bang, being banged up. Zach Evans is another quality back in what is becoming a running back conference. Drew, this is an opportunity to right the ship and get back on track to bowl eligibility. Uh, he is taking TCU, quote, because I have to pick one. Uh, so we're going to give him TCU minus four and a half, like the rest of us are taking here. Um, okay, man, it was a fun weekend of games. I like it. OU, Kansas State, or uh, Kansas. I don't know where people are. I'm trying to do a segue and I'm got too many things pulled up for me to do a good segue. So let's just say this. Uh, very excited to have the newest sponsor here on the 1012 podcast and part of the 10 their sponsor for the 1012 network is gridiron metalworks if you guys haven't checked out their website yet what are you doing no tailgate is complete without a grill no grill is complete without gridiron metalworks find collegiate branded grill grates and griddles as well as some other really cool home decor stuff that are high quality custom cut and made in the usa and have actual school logos Actual school mascot heads. This stuff is amazing. Gridironmetal.com. You guys have got to go if you haven't yet. I've got my Arkansas one. My father-in-law doesn't listen to this, so I'm safe safe saying this. I've got his Arkansas one ready to go. 
I've got my Oklahoma State griddle uh, link sent to family members so that they are aware of what I want uh, for Christmas this year. So, you know, I've, I've reached that point where I just send people links where, you know, here's what I want, buy me this. Because otherwise, like, what do you, come on. Uh, the griddle grates and griddles are amazing and they have it pretty much any griddle you can imagine. The coasters are cool, the flower pots are cool, the home decor is cool, this stuff is amazing. And not only does it have the actual logos and actual designs, it's got it in the actual school colors. Not that it's kind of close like some other places have to use because they don't actually have a deal with the school, okay? They're great for you. They are fantastic for the hard to shop for. So if you've got that fan, in your life, you've got to buy a Christmas gift for, and it's like, what do I get somebody? They've got, they've got already so many things. I highly doubt they have a custom cut grill grate featuring their favorite team. So go to gridironmetal.com. Use the promo code 1012, T-E-N-1-2. You're going to get 15% off your first order. And all orders over $100, I'm sorry, $100 or more, because it's not a bridge, it's a number, uh, get free shipping. Okay. It's, these things are so cool. I'm, I'm, I've said this before and I'll say this again. I We worked really hard to get these guys to sponsor here because I really think you guys are going to love this stuff and I want to be able to get you a good uh, discount on these things. They're great gifts. They're great items for you. If you love grilling, I like to make, I like to grill. I like to have a grill too because it's neat because I can do the veggies on it. Go to gridironmetal.com. Use the promo code 1012, T-E-N-1-2. Get 15% off your first order. And, and guys, this is, you're just going to like it. I promise it gridiron metalworks for the college super fan. Are you a big 12 basketball obsessed fan and have nowhere to go for just all of your big 12 basketball information? Look no further because Midwest madness is here just for you. We talk men's and women's basketball all year long with exclusive interviews, guests that come on to talk about each team game recaps once the season begins, and so much more content you won't know what to deal with. So for all of your Big 12 basketball needs, Midwest Madness is your place to go. Listen on Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Non-Big 12, Daniel, sir, what do you want? Two teams I love betting either way. Um, San Diego State, going to be visiting Air Force. Uh, San Diego State is the this is the just the dog right to cover not to win, is that correct? Yeah, this is just a, any any non Big Twelve pick whatever you want. Perfect. This okay. Not our dog yet. Hey, Go San ahead. Diego State three and a half. Look, this is a class. First off, San Diego State historically handles uh, the options so well. Uh, one of the better triple option teams uh, in the country. San Diego State's defense is sick this year. I love that they're getting three and a half, but. Uh, what seals the deal for me on this because Air Force is a good squad, but looking at a total of 39 in college football, I mean, what is this 1907? Like literally the, the final score is going to be, you know, 17, 14, 14, 13, something like that. Both these teams grind the clock. San Diego state will be able to score on Air Force's D. Uh, San Diego state's going to cover. I almost picked them as, as my, straight up winner but they're going to cover this three and a half very good uh i'll tell you right now chris is riding with uh with uab he's got them they're currently a 23 and a half point favorite but i think i could find them yeah i got a 23 at bet mgm at bet mgm so i will get him that he wants uab at minus 23 over rice who is bad, bad, bad. <laughs> uh nate what do you want here man so the game that caught my eye was Clemson at Pitt. Pitt's the 23rd, I think, in AP poll this week, making their debut in the AP poll. I think people are sleeping on Pitt a little bit, which is weird to say. But looking at the advanced metrics, I think SP Plus has Pitt 11th overall. ESPN's FBI has Pitt 7th. Uh, Kelly Ford has his own rating system. He's got them seventh as well. Kenny Pickett is third in ESPN's QBR rating in the country. He's got an 88.4 rating. Kenny Pickett is having an amazing year, 322 yards a game. Contrast that with Clemson. They've been limping along, barely beating Syracuse, Boston College, Georgia Tech. They lost to NC State. 
DJ Uyunglele is 104th overall in ESPN's QBR. He's passing for 162 yards a game. I don't know if Clemson can keep up with Pitt, which again, that's a really weird thing to say, but uh, Clemson's favored by three here. I'm taking Pitt plus three. Uh, Pitt's fi- Pitt is uh... no Pitt's favored by Pitt? Pitt's favored by three. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. I'm still... That's a but that's a great breakdown of the game. I mean, he <laughs> broke it down <laughs> really well. I was like, wondering. I was like, I was like, whoa, is he going to break this down this well and then go Clemson? No, I am. <laughs> I uh, I get my pluses and minuses mixed up sometimes, but uh, I'm taking Pitt <laughs> minus three still. Okay, yeah, that's probably that's probably for the best. Uh, yeah. He's trying to catch you sleeping, Phil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm trying. So I'm gonna just go ahead and get that. Okay, pit minus three. I like it. I like it. Okay, man, <sighs> I'm having a hard time this week. I am. Like you. I, hmm. Oh, all right. Washington State's head coach just got fired. A bunch of different other coaches on the staff got fired because Nick Rolovich was too big of an idiot to just get the stupid shot and politics aside like cool whatever uh they byu is coming to town against a washington state team that's been pretty good as of late um byu currently a four-point favorite i know byu has lost the last two the some of the luster off their three and oh start after the over the pac-12 south is kind of gone and i'm really curious how this washington state team is going to rebound from that are they going to bandy together and lock it all up and go, okay, now we're, we're going to win out and, and be awesome and keep rolling. Or, or even though they've known this news was probably coming down the line, is it still going to hit them too hard for them to recover this weekend against BYU? I think BYU bounces back. I think the two game losing streak is over. I think Washington state's pretty solid, but even at home, I think the, the run and shoot offense is not the easiest thing in the world to call. I think as much staff as they have lost, not just their head coach, I think this one's going to be tricky. The defensive coordinator is going to be taking over in this game, so I'm curious how conservative he is going to be. I'm going to take BYU to cover the four points. I think uh, BYU, who we has take, have taken as a dog previously, which has worked out for us, uh, is going to get back to their winning ways this week and, and look pretty good. Uh, okay, last one, dog of the week. Uh, let's see what Chris has in his notes here for his dog. Uh, he would like to take, he has Charlotte. Let's go pull up that one. What does Charlotte look like this week? I got to learn how to spell seven, it. Uh, seven Charlotte, point dogs, a seven right? point dog to Florida Atlantic. All right, man. Oh, well, there you go. Charlotte's his dog of the week. Um, Daniel, where do you want to go? This is, we're picking to win straight up, right? Yep, this is our straight-up dog. Uh, we're going out to Corvallis, Oregon, little Pac-12. Utah is uh, visiting Oregon State Beavers. Utah just had a, uh, a Pac-12 after dark, pretty big win against number 18 in the country last week, Arizona State. Uh, you can tell Utah came from behind, ended up winning that thing by two touchdowns. But when you watch that game, you could tell they were hyper-focused really going for that win big celebration at the end of the game. Like they had just won won the Super Bowl or something. Now they got to go out and they got to play an upstart Oregon state team. That's I believe they're four and O and Corvallis, anyone in the PAC 12 will tell you Corvallis sucks to go play. Like it's just, it's just a crappy place to go. Uh, It is going to be raining during the game. This is a short line. I have this line to pick them Oregon state. Let's go. They're going to beat Utah and move to five and one. And I mean, it's a revenge game too for Oregon state. Uh, they lost last time they played Utah. Just so many angles. Money line, baby. I like Oregon state. I like Oregon state. I hope they get that win. I, I want them to keep, they've got a couple of winnable games coming up and then they got a pretty tough stretch at the end of the season, uh, end of the season. All right. I have, I don't even want to say it out loud because it feels like it's putting a, a potential jinx on it. Um, I have been, I have not lost a dog yet. I have not lost a dog wow. yet. <sighs> I know. And so it put, it's putting so much pressure on me because I just, like, I almost want to lose. I almost want to pick one that's not going to happen and lose it just to take that weight off. But, I, I mean, this is part of why I've had such a successful year is I've hit every dog. 
twice this year, I have gone to the Pac-12 and come away with a dog win thanks to UCLA. In fact, last week I picked them as a dog against Washington and they got me the win. Well, it's probably not the smartest thing in the world to go against the team that has gotten me a win twice in this season. And yet, that's exactly what I'm going to do. UCLA, which is, I believe game day is there. They're hosting Oregon, and right now UCLA is the favorite over an Oregon team that has been, as they do, up and down and and somewhat unimpressive ever since their big win over Ohio State. But I keep saying this about Mario Cristobal. Think of Oregon like Texas. They play up and down to the level of the competition. When it's a big game, when it's a big deal, Oregon is prepared. Oregon loses to Stanford every year because they don't take it seriously. Oregon plays down to competition, but when it's a big deal, game day is coming. Oregon is a dog. UCLA is feeling good. They're going to be excited. I think Oregon comes out in this game and wins, and I think they win fairly convincingly. I love you, UCLA. You've been great to me so far this year, but I think Oregon pulls off the upset here and and beats UCLA on Saturday. Nate, what would you like for your dog, sir? Before I pick Purdue as my dog over Wisconsin, can you confirm to me that Wisconsin is favored by three? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, they are. Purdue dog. Yes, they are a three-point favorite. Okay, yeah. good. My numbers are straight this time. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm going with Purdue here. And I think it, it feels weird again. Um, this Wisconsin team is not the typical Wisconsin team, even though they're still – seventh and sp plus right so much of that is probably big, built off of their preseason ratings coming in their historical uh prowess they've still got a really great defense second in sp plus on defense but um we saw purdue knock off iowa last week and, and look pretty solid doing it researching this game the story about aiden connell where he he came off the bench and led them to the win against illinois then last two games, he's thrown for 370 yards and two straight starts. I think he's a fifth-year senior guy, so really feel-good story there. On the other side, Wisconsin, Graham Mertz has thrown in the last three games, he's thrown for 115, 100, and 112 yards. you, you got to think that they still wish they had Jack Cohn around, that he hadn't transferred to Notre Dame. But this Wisconsin team just doesn't feel great. It feels like a little bit of a trap with Purdue, you know, make it 25th in AP poll, making their debut in the AP poll, getting a Wisconsin team at home. It feels like a little bit of a trap game, but I'm going to stick with with Purdue here as the upset. Coming off that big upset win over Iowa and then pull it off again. Very nice. I like it. Okay. Guys, it's been a ton of fun. Um, this is an interesting week. I am very excited for Saturday's games, like I'm sure all of you are. Nate, man. Thank you so much for joining us today and, and being our guest picker and filling in, especially with Chris out. It's been it's been really fun to have you here, man. Uh, do me a favor. Um, where can everybody follow all the work you do covering uh, in, in college football? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at CFBNate. I like to make uh, a lot of pretty graphs uh, about college football, and that's really my, my side hobby. So uh, you can find me on Twitter. And, and Philip, thanks for having me. This has been a lot of fun. Yes, very pretty graphs. I, I do enjoy. There's a lot of a lot of pretty colors. It's very nice. Uh, it was fun. Uh, Daniel, always a pleasure, man. I, I love having you here. Where can everybody check out all the all the stuff you do? Uh, betting, uh, betting sport. Hey, so college basketball season, NBA season has started. How much NBA do you bet? A lot. I actually have been having to fire some second half stuff while we've been on the pod here tonight. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah busy over here making picks meanwhile he's laying money on the uh, thunder jazz right yeah, now yeah got, Man, we got that the... under we got that full game under 20 20 or <laughs> excuse me 221 and a half so um nice. yeah come find me at danner b7 on twitter in the bio there there's a link for you to follow along with every single bet i make across all sports real lines real juice available lines I don't make a bet, then the line moves for eight hours, and then I put it in. I'm a, I put bets in real time as I make them. Uh, thousands of bets a year. Come follow along. I also run a sports forum. You can join. Just hit me up. Happy to have you. We're at like 160-something strong now. Just BSing about sports all day. 
at Danner B7. Shout at me. BS and about sports. That's what we all love to do here. Uh, of course, give us a follow on Twitter at 1012 Network. If you want to join our pick three, let us know. We're on Instagram as well at 1012 Pod. Uh, check out all of our sponsors. The two ways to help support the podcast. Two really good ways. Use the promo code at our sponsors, Symbol, Gridiron Metalworks, Homefield Apparel. That, that lets them know that that it's good to advertise with us. And leave us a rating and review, especially on iTunes. Five stars if you don't mind. Uh, we will read the reviews here on the show. It really does help the show out. So if you're a fan of what we do, if you like what we do, then don't mind taking a few minutes or spending some money on some really cool stuff I think you're going to like and, and giving us the credit for it. We would appreciate it. Uh, always a good time. Hopefully we have Chris back next week. Myself and Andy and Jamie will be back on Monday, as we always will. Enjoy the games this weekend, and we'll talk to you then. Podcast Network.